of the Living Geek. Hello and welcome to Bampow TV, your one-stop recap for superheroes in your eyeballs. We are all out of TV to watch, so we're now actually Bampow at the movies. Back for week Woo. two. Last week we watched Superman Returns. No, this no. Week, no, we didn't. No, we did not. We watched Maybe Superman. Did. We watched Superman, Superman Returns to the movies. <laughs> no, still not right. Keep trying. After the first, How about Superman Returns to twenty minutes ago before his girlfriend died. Ooh, there we go. Yes, that is You're exactly welcome. what I meant. And this week we're watching Blade Returns. No, oh. <laughs> this is Blade. <laughs> Full stop. So this week we watched Monica's movie, Blade, came out in 1998. Yes, it did. I am your host, Kenneth, going around the horn. We have Beatrice. Yes. Monica. This is a square. It's not a horn. And Thomas. <laughs> I haven't been kicked off yet. So it's, I'm still <laughs> give it time. You will young. be if you don't interrupt more. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. You got to jump it's in there. It's not that other show. <laughs> we don't have boys on that show. It's true. I would like to say this movie was starring Wesley Snipes, Chris Christopherson, and, as a surprise to me, Sanaa Lathan. I don't know who that is. She's like this quiet, awesome black lady who stars in movies about black people in their lives. I don't know. I was really she like the, her. Uh, she the, was the mom. The, main, the mom. Oh, nice. The mom. Okay. The girl, the main girl, never really seen or heard from again. Uh, that's too bad. Yeah. I didn't write down the bad guy's name. I should have. Bro. White bro. Dude, originally bro. <laughs> was uh they wanted to offer it to Jet Li. Oh. He passed on it to go oh, to shit. Lethal Weapon 4. Oh. Mm, mm. He should have done Blade. Yeah, he should have yeah. done Blade. Lethal Weapon 4 is a garbage fire. We just watched it. He should have done Blade. How much more interesting would this have been with Jet Li as the bad guy? A uh, ninja vampire? Oh my god. It'd been pretty cool. Pretty oh my cool. god. How would the sunscreen part have worked on Jet Li though? I mean, he's still what? a vampire. I mean, same. Yeah, Asian but he would have been like white face, sun, like yeah. white face. No, I meant the same like, on Asian people it, as it does white people. It, it, it soaks into you. It doesn't just the amount, sit on top the amount, of you. I'm saying the amount they had to do would be like white face jetly. Hmm. So he would look weird, but like we'd still do it. I bet you would. Well, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. the movie opens with. Did you recognize that girl? I did. Not. Tracy fucking Lords. Man, oh the, my time for some '90s trivia up in here. Yeah, yeah. Wait, where? Who is in the she? very beginning? The one who like seduced that idiot guy into going to the blood oh. club. That was Tracy, goddamn Lord. Huh. Really? That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, trying to like resurrect a career that didn't have to do with <laughs> her taking her clothes off and pretending to enjoy sex with men. Hey, don't porn star shame. I'm not porn star shaming, but they're probably pretending a lot of it for money. I I'd pre- I pretend to care about customers' issues for money. Like, <laughs> I mean that's true. Yeah, that's true. it's like I sell I sell my I sell my body to sit in a chair and answer the phones and pretend to give a shit. Yeah, so, I know, right? <laughs> um, I laughed in the very first scene where we see Blade Blade's mom and she's she's dying because she she reaches out to the baby and her hand is still up. And she's still reaching as they're playing the flatline sound in the background. Like her heart is no longer beating, but her arm is Dude, like rigor still reaching. No, that's no, not, that's not how <laughs> rigor mortis works. Blood stops, you clench. No, no buddy. that's no. not how that works at all. <laughs> Wait, but, well, spoilers. She's a vampire. She do wasn't they, at the time. She turned later. But maybe that's like, do vampires' hearts work? I don't know. I guess they do, right? Because you got to be question. stabbed in it. It depends so on, like, So maybe that's why the, the heart anatomy. died and she was still, like, moving. Yeah. Well, and you'd have to imagine that they have at least some sort of circulation going because they're managing to have sex. That's true. And having babies. Or just pure force of will. What? They <laughs> they Vampires have... aren't having babies? Yeah, they have... In this in this universe, they have babies because there's the ones who are turned and the ones who were born. Actually, the that's one bloods. of my main questions is how to have vampires have babies? They're dead bodies. They're dead bodies walking around. I mean, How yeah. do they have babies? That was always my question, basically, in, in every vampire universe where they have sex because you're dead. The reason you're cold and pale is because you have no blood flow. How do you have an erection? I have an answer for that. Um, there's a vampire series I read by Laurel K. Hamilton. You should read them because they're amazing. Don't, but stop no. it, book ten. Um, and in that mean, one, in or- fuck off, book ten is my favorite. Hey, Obsidian Butterfly went downhill. Obsidian Butterfly is a good one because it's like outside of her normal world. It's just her being like a. Okay, we have to talk about this <laughs> offline. Anyway, in that one, for vampires to have sex, they have to drink fresh blood first, and it like pumps up their systems, and it, then it they have in their dick. No, okay. it just like it like refills them, and then that blood pumps through them, and then they can have erections. Okay. I will buy that. Which I was like, sell me the premise. And oh, yeah. yeah. You know, have something that sounds vaguely... That sounds not medical, even logical, sure. but like, Plausible. Yeah, you know. 
Definitely, I think if you drink something, it goes from your belly to your veins. Definitely, that's how that works. Yeah, yeah, that's nice. Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I like. Oh man, it, I don't know. Watching Superman not returning, um, <laughs> and then this Superman one, time travels for love. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like it. I forgot how much movie openings had changed between the these two. I know this one just opened. Yeah, it was and great. It's so much, I'm just I'm so used to that, and it was so much nicer it was to weird. get back to that. It was weird going back to the like seven minute credit like open yeah. instead of just like title card movie starts. Yeah. I mean I'm I'm so glad that we as a culture have decided that that's a waste of our fucking time. Yeah. Throw and the title like, card up and move on. That's seven minutes of plot you could mm-hmm. have. Yeah. Where you could like run all the credit stuff. They just run it in like on top of the opening scene, which you know you're so used to at this point that they've started doing it in more fun ways mm-hmm. to like like a Deadpool's. Like Deadpool's, which was mm-hmm. hilarious. Yeah. Because um, those credit sequences, when, they, when they're when they 12 or 7 minutes long, they cost a lot of money. Actually, um, trivia for Superman, um, the credit sequence, just the opening sequence, that cost more than most films at the time. Like whole Holy films. Holy shit, dude. Yeah. That's so they ridiculous. blew a lot of money on shit we fast forwarded through. They could have spent that that's on why okay. That's why their miniatures were terrible. And the <laughs> yeah, because they terrible. blew all the money all on, budget the- on the opening scene. <laughs> Anyway, back to Blade. Uh, so I love this was much better because it just yeah. fucking started. Uh, I actually have a note here from when uh, we see Tracy Lords leading that guy to his doom. That's just God, men are dumb. Yeah, <laughs> dude, once there's people in bags zipping by, not, like not dumb, just just horny. No, I, my first note is this That's dude fair. is real dumb, real real. Though I mean, Tracy Lords is pretty hot, so yeah, I don't know. just like the even the the slimmest slim hope that. He might get his dick wet, and, and he's, he's just like he's in this club. Into danger. <laughs> and then they're they're dropping so much blood from the ceiling. I'm like, that's a lot of wasted. It's food, a guys. lot of wasted food. It'd be like making a thousand hamburgers and then just dropping them from the sky. Like you can only eat what you can catch. Well, but if you have a, With I your assumed mouth. most of that was cow blood. I and if you have vagina. a like a a meat packing place, <laughs> what else are you going to do with the cow blood? Like collect it. And I mean, I guess. Bathe in it. I guess. But I, my assumption was that was human blood because the vampires drink human. Yeah, blood. I just assumed mm-hmm. it was human blood too. Yeah, mm-hmm. so. it was like a fifty-fifty. By the way, who just has like a weird liquid drop on them, and the first thing is just taste it. Oh my god! Um, How weird was it? That very dude, obviously, it's blood. That dude <laughs> Let me put just so many things in his mouth. It is that is not my first reaction. <laughs> like you touch it, and then you do that like thumb you finger s- and rub. Then you smell it, and you then like right maybe you mouth. smell it. You do not. Put that in your mouth. It could be anything. Yeah. God damn it, Kenneth. <laughs> I, I was at laser tag once, and I assume no. what was the uh, the air conditioning drip coolant on me, and I was that like, shit will kill you. What's this? Ah! Oh, terrible idea. Why, Why did I do? I, Why? I don't Why? know. How so, are you still alive? I, like, Let me tell you. This morning, I walked. I walked. Through, I walked through the warehouse to get to my desk. And as I walk through the warehouse, I see a bunch of drips and a small puddle of, like, some sort of dark fluid. And my immediate, immediate thought was that it was blood. <laughs> and I went, what the shit happened back here? But no, it was, like, engine oil. But did I lean over, stick my finger in it, and then put it in my mouth? No! Well, no, because it I'm didn't entirely, drop on you. I'm not entirely sure I'd even put my shoe in that. I'd be like, I don't want to drag this everywhere with me. No. I'd go find something to put in it. But not any part of me or well, my anything. I, I leaned over until I could ascertain what it was, and then I went, huh, and then I walked the fuck away. I'm not then entirely sure I would put my face near it either. I've seen <laughs> movies. I know how that works out. Nah. Anyway, I'm just saying, really, I, I can understand where this okay. guy's coming from. Um, You're a weirdo. I have to say, script-wise... The script was actually not bad. There was a solid plot. The dialogue wasn't terrible. It made sense. And I had a I had a moment in the very beginning when um the first time Donald Logue shows up and he's like he's like, That's him! Get him! And I'm like, no fucking shit, that's him, idiot. He's the only one not covered in blood, and he's shooting at you. But then I had to realize that that's character development. That guy's just fucking stupid. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That I guy love is a Quinn, dumbass. Dude. He's so terrible. But at first I was like, oh, man, is this going to be a shitty script? I remember it being good. But then mm-hmm. I realized, no, they're just setting up this idea that that guy is a stupid person. I, I just like that. Yeah. And what an entrance from Blade. Um, like, holy shit. That was good. great. Wesley Snipes can pose with the best of them. Right? <laughs> I, no, I feel he, it's he a lot of training up. in uh, Tu Wong Fu. Like, he carried that over to be fucking fabulous. Oh, Definitely. Was tu Wong so Fu. good. Did you see the original Australian version? No. Much more violent um, uh, and sexy. Just uh, as good, though. Oh. It has Guy Pierce in it. Nice. Yeah. Oh, hey. He's a fancy fellow. Anyway, side um, note. Stanley was supposed to be one of the cops that came in um, at the end. 
no, the first fight. Yeah, mm-hmm. after the first fight, and then Ooh. it didn't work out for some reason. Wait, is this a Marvel? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Blade is a Marvel DC. character. No, yeah. it's a Marvel oh, title. Okay. Disgusting. Get out. That's here. interesting because David Goyer is the writer of it, who did uh, the and Batman's. The he did all three Batman's, all and Batman's, he wrote yeah. Superman. Actually, hmm. yeah. okay. I was so like, I just that's why I assumed it was DC. Yeah, because I looked up his IMDb page, and it was all all DC. It's crazy. And apparently, um, Blade was you know Blade was very like third tier character created in the 70s mm-hmm. was fully human and just happened to be immune to vampirism so started fighting them and they they buffed him up made him half vampire for this movie and then because of this and its He's popularity anything. flipped it in the comic and nice. had him bit by uh, Morbius that's Interesting. great yeah. I was like when that happens like um, Coulson exists in the comics because Clark yeah. Gregg did such a good job with him in the movies yeah and uh, well Black and Nicholas Cage Black, no Black Nick Fury now exists <laughs> in know, the 606 no, no. I'm by, su- I want so Black down Nick for Black Nick Cage. That'd be but amazing. Black Nick Fury now exists in the yeah. 616 because everyone loves Samuel L. Jackson so much. Yeah. Was was Blade always black in the comics? I believe so. Yeah, yeah. he okay. was. It was like a 70s black exploitation kind of. I mean, that makes sense. Like him and Luke Cage and that mm-hmm. stuff. Oh, man, I love Luke Cage. I mean, just the the idea of a uh, a black man who can't get shot, who's impervious <laughs> to bullets. Mm-hmm. It's subtle. Really big deal. In their message. It's real subtle. <laughs> anyway, back to this black man. <laughs> yes. Who is also apparently impervious to bullets. Um, bro wears best. a lot of Kevlar. Yeah. Yes. He knows what's up. Did we ever figure out how his sword kills them if he's not decapitating them? Oh, it says they have um, a hardcore allergy to silver. Like it it makes them explode and die. Yeah, it's oh, like okay. I think a silver titanium alloy. Yeah, they mentioned mm-hmm. it later on, like the older vamps or something. Okay. Or no, maybe Blade mentioned it. But I had that question written down and then I took notes for when they noticed. Because like normally, like why would the metal burn them up? But if it's anaphylactic shock of the vampire kind mm-hmm. yeah sometimes i have a hard time remembering the different rules between vampire universes oh i know right Va- i mean yeah i had that question too because vampires obviously could be seen right because the cops yeah. were shooting at them yeah how come no one else in new york city or whatever city this takes place in bats an eye when he's like shooting people cutting people up with the swords walking around new york actually sword like, on his back I no, one a, blinks an eye. no one blinks an eye. my other problem was when he was escaping the hospital with the girl those cops were straight up shooting oh, yeah. at yeah. them, she oh, yeah. and that was a civilian, dude. and they yeah. had like a fifty caliber like rifle that they were shooting him with. And I'm like, there is a st- what the shit is happening? Yeah, no, yeah, that was know. a little I think weird. It's just like one of those things where you just have to assume that people just don't care. Or maybe, you know, maybe this is like New York in the '90s when it was a shithole. Well, may- or maybe they're that group of cops are all they're dirty, dirty cops. Oh yeah, maybe they're all vampires. Oh yeah, because they were they're working all working for, for the vampires. Yeah, yeah. actually, thank that. you. That makes sense. Thank you. That, not, yeah, that was not her, not me. You, not Thomas. <laughs> yeah. Thank yeah. you, Beatrice. Yeah. I hadn't Thomas, really thought about that, that, but like that makes sense that they work for the vamp, so they don't care about her. Because it's like especially to, to have them do that shooting at a like at a civilian. Because when it later was on, so strange. Yeah, especially since later on in the movie, we have a scene where Blade does not fire into a group of civilians when somebody's running away from him. Mm-hmm. So obviously, the script writers are aware that yes. that's shit you don't do like, also, when you're he, a good person. When he fired back at the cops, he did not fire at the cops. He fired around the cops. Yes, which I liked a lot. When he was firing back at the window, he hit exactly on the window ledge, but he did not. Yeah, shoot just at to the cops. drive them back. Come yeah, on. You, you can't be a hero and shoot cops. No, and you can't be a hero and fire into a civilian crowd. No. No. Um, no. I liked I liked the fact that they take this universe really seriously. There's a lot of vampire movies out there where they're like, oh, I don't know, whatever, just believe. But um, when they're doing the, like, when they cut open Quinn's character and um, Uncle Peter from Teen Wolf is uh, the medical examiner. That's where I recognize him. Ah, You're welcome. Oh, my yeah. gosh. That was bugging me. Being yet another fucking creeper. I swear to God, that guy is typecast as a creeper. He was on that Lie to Me show as the the dude's partner's husband who was cheating on her and he was a creeper there too uh, i like that show it was a good show that but was good he show. was a creeper on that yeah show. anyway i like when he was like talking about he said something like um muscle structure around the canines like they they made it like they figured out what would make a vampire different even on the inside and i like that level of like dedication to the yeah. universe because you have nerds like us who are gonna like pick up on that and want to know what the rules are and want to see you follow them and so for a movie made in 1998 when no one had any respect for superhero or vampire movies like it's a really good job well i mean but this this came out in in 98 which was just a year after um the buffy tv series started Mm -hmm. so there was a lot of other like vampire stuff like going on was that 97 that was 97 oh my god yeah you old (laughs) (laughs) right you know what i'm saying people didn't have any respect for it 
That, I mean, you're not wrong. I mean, Buffy's great, but like nobody took it seriously its first no, year. of course not. Yeah. Also, have you seen the first year of Buffy? It's not that good. No, I haven't. It's not that, it's not that We're going to fight. <laughs> you know I like the movie better. Like, I just I know. do. I don't understand that at all. But That's I, weird. I, the, whatever. The it's got, it's got, what's his nose from the show? And it's got the girl from the car with the guy. No, wow. One. Wow. Did you say, what's his nose? Two. <laughs> It yes. doesn't have a musical episode, so it's inherently not What's as good. What's the movie yes. with Charlie Sheen and that same actress, and they're in a car fleeing the cops for like the entire film? It doesn't have Charisma Carpenter in Major it either, League? and I adore mm-hmm. her. I don't know. Anyway, what's that? Christy Swanson. Christy Swanson. Oh, uh, the movie with the car. With the car. It's yeah. Charlie Sheen. Where Charlie they, Sheen. they like have oh sex in the car, and he yes. almost kills them. I do I love, love that stupid love- movie. <laughs> How good is that movie, though? <laughs> he kidnaps her with a butterfinger. Yes. We cannot, we cannot watch it because it's going to be terrible, and oh, I want to keep it pure yeah. in my heart for love. <laughs> God, I watched that movie so much in the nineties. Shitty movies from the nineties, you guys. It's great. Anybody see Top Secret starring Val Kilmer? No, no. It was kind of like Hot Shots, but better. <laughs> remember Hot Shots? Yeah, yeah there's I remember the Hot that Shots. One, yeah. With uh, again with uh, Sheen, Charlie Sheen, Charlie Sheen. Yeah. God, you're bad at names today. God, I don't know. This is usually my superpower. Anyway, back okay, to the so movie. Anyway, Blade. Blade. Amazing soundtrack. Oh god, no! I hated Yo, it. Yo, I love this soundtrack, dude. No. Mm. The movie I liked was it. pretty it fit, intense. It fit, for it fit it. the movie in that it was awesome. Well, just, just like this movie. It was the, the. You're not wrong about the movie. The, the background music was weird for me in that it kept going from extremely intense to not there at all. Mm-hmm. That that it didn't feel. It, I don't know. It didn't feel like it. It really knew what it was doing. It was sort of all over the place. I raves. didn't mind so much. I like raves. I just realized. <laughs> I just realized that there was. It got really intense sometimes, and I was like, "Damn, movie! What mm-hmm. are you trying to tell me?" Mm-hmm. You're supposed to get pumped. Uh, I have a line written down from Blade. Motherfucker, are you out of your damn mind? That was actually my favorite line. <laughs> that was great. His delivery. Motherfucker, are you out of your damn mind? It was so perfect because that's when the cops were shooting at him. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, I loved his relationship with Whistler, dude. Yeah. They were great. I love that the first time we see Whistler doing Blade's treatment, uh, he holds Blade's hand. He holds his hand yeah. so he doesn't have to do it alone. I'm like, that's great. Uh, I love your eyes at me, Thomas. It's it's nice. It's nice not to have like some sort of weird no homo yeah, moment. They, they can just be two guys who really care about. There each wasn't other. a single no homo moment, and Blade spent most of his time around Whistler without a shirt on. I mean, it if I great. look that good, I won't wear a shirt either. <laughs> no, I would sure, never wear a shirt. Never would I wear a shirt ever. I'd go to work with that shirt. Yeah. Oh, it just, it just <laughs> fell off on part. I don't know what happened. Look at my ass. My muscles tore through it. No big deal. No, no big deal. Um, I hated him. Like he at one point refers to the vampires as suckheads. Oh, and I know. That was I rolled my eyes so hard I almost died. <laughs> um, I got really mad at Whistler for pouring gas all over that car. Oh, I know. And that's then a really, next to that's it. a really nice car. Like well, that seems about, unnecessary. Don't set yourself on fire, bro. Your paint's gonna blister. That's a really nice car. That was a Camaro. That was a really nice car. And he's was just pouring really nice gasoline all over it. Um, I also got weirdly offended when they're having a fight in the artifact room and they're destroying, destroying all the priceless all artifacts. The priceless oh, artifacts. I know, I was dude. Like, what are you doing? Like, Blade, I can definitely see that. But all those vampires, like, have some respect for your history. Well, I feel like that vampire from... Dead Sea Scrolls. Well, no, but, like, that comes from the lead guy, Frost, Yo, who has a... no respect for he's tradition or their history. Good point. I mean, even while he's using their tradition and history to like call down the blood god or whoever. La Magra. La Magra. La Magra. Can I tell you stupidest so, name I've ever heard? Like, come on. I have a question, and I'm sure you all have the same question. Who or what was Pearl? The weird. How do you get a fat vampire? Thing? How do oh, vampires man. get fat? How like tech blob thing. What was get that? Fat. How do vampires get also, fat? Also, how did he reach any of his like <laughs> keyboards? Well, I assume he had a helper that would like pass him keyboards and like shit. Like a helper monkey. I'm gonna tell you. I like. I like, can I, okay, I have to, I'm sorry, I'm so excited. <laughs> the girl, what was her name? Shit. Uh, oh, it was a K. Karen, Karen. Karen, yeah. Karen was great. Yes. She like, oh, she, she went, just dove in. She dove head fucking first into this thing. Okay, vampires are real cool. Okay, you're going to help me out. Cool. Oh, I'm going to find a cure. Fuck you. I'll find a cure. And so I like that in this moment, she's like on the hunt with Blade and he hands her this way to hurt a vampire and she fucking Fuck that guy up. That was great. And I like Blade like looks at her and, and like, she's like, fuck, he dude? moved. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I love her. Well, she was great. If, they, if they thought that room smelled bad before, oh gosh, it's going to yeah. smell real It'd bad be so now. Stanky. It was just so much fun because like 
usually in this kind of a film, she'd be basically useless. Oh, yeah. She'd just be a permanent damsel in distress. Yeah, mm-hmm. but like she was at the beginning, but then when she accepted her circumstances, she became a protagonist along with Blade. Mm-hmm. Well, it was great because she really added something to the team yes. that they didn't have before that she was going to find a cure. Part. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because she had the knowledge. She was the hematologist. She knows how this works. And, and so it wasn't just we've thrown her in because she can, you know, look pretty and cry and fall in love with Blade. She's there to, to add something to the mix to really help him out. Yeah. Also, I like how there wasn't really a falling in love with Blade. Like, no. it didn't oh, yeah. really happen. Mm-hmm. That was nice, too, where they just kind of, like, were working together. And there, was no, there wasn't even any, like, sexual kick, really. Mm-hmm. It was nice. No, the only romance was between her and dead Uncle Peter. Oh. Who was like a super like leave her alone? She said no, bro. She said no. Uh, are you forgetting about the weird romance between Blade and his mom at the end? Oh, <laughs> how gross was, was it? So gross. She was like she was like hitting on him. That yeah. was really uncomfortable. That was more than hitting on him. Was like, oh no, she definitely bump. was like let's fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, again, have you seen that body? I mean, I mean everybody wants to get up all on that. Still a better love story than Twilight. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, ice ev- cold. Every single part of this film is better than even a second of Twilight. <laughs> um, okay, so Frost was for me at least an interesting villain. I, I liked. I actually liked him as a villain. He I wasn't he was too good. annoying. Yeah. He wasn't really stupid. He wasn't melodramatic or over the top. He was actually pretty yeah. solid. Yeah. Well, because he's coming from a place of of being part of a group that views him as less than or an outsider. Like mm-hmm. he's in this group, but he's also not a part of the group. Yeah, not the central group. And and I like that. All of them are these these super old dudes who have been doing this for millennia, and they say that they know the way to do it because tradition. And so uh, Frost is definitely uh, one of us, where he's like, "Fuck yo, tradition! Yeah. I got computers now." This is like really close to my heart because I'm dealing with some tradition bias <laughs> at my job right now, and I'm like fighting through it. It's like fighting through molasses. And so I was kind of on his side. And their use of the term "pure blood," I was like, automatically, I, oh, was, I know. Hey, Frost, do us all a favor, wipe this. Pe- these <laughs> it, people it's out. nice They're that the even in you know mythical. They still have races. racism. They're still racism. <laughs> like, oh my god. Oh yeah, god. there's there's this old adage that if you put three people in a room, they'll exclude one of them. So it's just that people are always going to find well, a I mean, way to do that There's shit. one Thomas, because that'd be understandable. <clears throat> wow, he can not hear you. Nice. Hey, we'll talk more. Then we're not excluding you. He can you. hear you. He, he can't. He has earphones in. Anyway, I did. I was like, I liked this villain because usually you can go, oh yeah, that's a bad guy. I'm not hi- mm. on his side. But seeing what he had to deal with, the amount of like, bullshit thrown at him inside of his own culture i'm kind of like i'm down for you to wipe out these guys I mean, i'm not so much down for you okay, eating us yeah because yeah, like, i'm sure, a human overthrow vampires like, overthrow <laughs> vampires but like maybe don't turn us into cattle yeah well yeah because his his point is why are we why, why are we reaching detente with the right. humans we eat them which i get because if the cows suddenly started talking back i'd be like eh. here's the thing though there, no, there no, are not cows could talk i don't th- I, I would stop eating them Here's the thing, like, there are not six billion cows. Do you know what I mean? Like, how many cows are there, you think? There's not six billion cows. <laughs> so, like, cows. there are a lot of cows, but I'm telling you they're not the same number. <laughs> I'm saying, like, there are fewer vampires than there are humans. That's why they're in a detente. It doesn't matter that they eat us. It matters that we can fucking kill them. And I'm telling you, it's got to be hard to have a vampire baby. Like, when was the last vampire baby? They were all so, born. But, like, where is your continuing race of vampire babies? But, I mean, I I see your point about how there are way more humans than there are vampires, but that didn't stop white people from having slavery, even though the black people outnumbered the white people in this country like three to one. Yeah, but we brought them over in small bunches, and then we systematically and socially destroyed them. And if there was a second of them fighting back, we murdered everything they loved and kept them... like. Yes, there were technically more of them than us toward the end of slavery, but that there was 300 years before of us just like just decimating them at any chance. You know, whereas in this, because there are fewer vampires than humans like already, if the mm-hmm. vampires came out and were like we're going to enslave you, there's 6 billion of us. Like it's not going to work. Any Unless of- you have La Magra. La Magra. Because they can't go out in the sun either. Yeah, they can't go out in the sun. Like, mm-hmm. well, and- I mean, they, well, they used to not be able to. Until- sunscreen. And yeah, frost. motorcycle helmets. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Big helmets. floppy hats. <laughs> Basically, it's Cassidy running around. <laughs> anyway, I just, like, yeah. I get what he's saying. You know, there are food. We shouldn't 
be in a chase with them. But then also I feel like he doesn't have a long game vision of the future. Mm-hmm. He has a right now game vision of the future and that mm-hmm. never is good. It's probably one of the things that the the old group has right because they have seen so much of history pass. They they understand how to look at the long game. Yeah. Well, also there's like a control system too. Like, sure, we're in a detente with them, but we still eat them periodically. And yeah. so, like, if you if there are, if the balance shifts and there are more vampires than humans, then the vampires are in some trouble because we're running low on food. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm sure the reason the detente exists so that both like can be successful. Yeah. That makes sense. Also, we'll just breed them out. Like, humans is one of the biggest tropes in science fiction and fantasy is, like, we can outbreed anything. It's true. Elves, mm-hmm. psh, we don't care about your thousand-year life. No, we're just going to make like a thousand children. babies. <laughs> yeah. You get enough ladies, you could probably have a thousand babies. So many. It sounds like so much work, dude. It's like so many babies. Ugh. So many diapers. Ugh. So much poop. We've gotten that off track. the darkest timeline. Yeah. We've, got, we've gotten off track. Forever babies. Uh, yeah. <laughs> How about we get back to how this movie had a lot of weirdly sexy moments? Oh, so many. <laughs> Look, Frost is just basically DTF. Doesn't matter who you are, where you are, he'll do it. I think it's so funny that he's just had Blade's mom in like a sex bed for 20 years. Like she never is not in the sex bed. What does she do? She just waits for him to come back to their sex bed? That's weird. (laughs) Sex bed. It's a sex bed. They don't sleep. It's like a sex pod. It's like a sex tanning bed the way it comes (laughs) down from the ceiling. Is that like the modern coffin or something for vampires? Maybe, that, that's yes. what I assumed, yeah. yeah. I'm going to go back to how proud I am of them thinking through this universe because I had a real problem with that train thing where he like grabbed onto the back of the train and swung her up and mm. they like got out of it. And I was like, that would rip his arm clean off. But then they get into the, the cab of the train and it dislocated his yeah. shoulder. And I was like, thank you. Thank yeah. you, movie. I will accept that with his super strength, it wouldn't rip the arm off. But thank you for having him get injured. And it was a nice throwback to him popping her dislocated shoulder yeah, in the beginning yeah. of the movie. And yeah. so, like, it was a little, you know, circle and connection. I don't know. I just really, like, I feel like vampire movies nowadays, we don't get this level of, like, universe building and keeping with the rules. Like, mm-hmm. I never really felt like they broke their own rules, which was nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, did anybody understand that moment with the plant where he pulls that plant out and, and then, then like, like cuts it, cuts off? it with a sword? Weirdly, oh. that was very strange. No, yeah. There was a really weird montage I... with the plant kind of assumed that's what he was making his incense from and that was him like implying okay you know i'm going to die on this mission so fuck my plant <laughs> basically i feel like they cut out something in the theatrical version and we missed it maybe a yeah it was okay. it was a little weird maybe it was a plant that whistler had given him oh so it's like well if whistler's whistler. dead so are you plant <laughs> <laughs> And, like, I understood Whistler's whole dramatic give me the gun so I can shoot myself in the head. But that's, like, that's Blade's gun. He needs that. He, I guess he's going to have to go back for that gun at I know, some right? Point. We were watching it, and she turns to me during that scene, and she's like, what is he doing with that cloth? Like, he's just, like, wiping at his, yeah. like, yeah. neck and no, face. It's, it's okay, bro. And just I'm like, I'm like he's, just, he's trying to clean him up. It's fine. They're having an emotional moment. Can you just leave them be? She's but like, it's no, a, it's, it's so, so weird. Tiny. It's so tiny. It's like, like a little tiny alcohol swap. Like, yeah. get, a, get a real washcloth. <laughs> he knows it's ineffectual. He's just trying to show care. Uh, it was so dumb. <laughs> just fucking hold his hand at that point. Um, My second favorite line of this film is one that made literally no sense at all. It's uh, some motherfuckers always are always trying to ice skate uphill. Oh, I know. Yeah, I, what? Like, is that a saying that I, I just don't know? know? Is that a saying in the 90s? Well, I don't I know. From from context, obviously, well, it's, it's, some people always have to do things the hard way. The hard way. way. I understand. But, like, what a weird, like, colloquialism. Where did you get that? That's not a thing I've heard before. Some motherfucker's always trying to skate uphill. Blade... You don't skate? <laughs> Where was the ice skating montage? He's not rolling vamp- around vampires on vamp. Love on... to ice skate. You didn't know that? <laughs> I didn't it's know like that. I didn't. I'm gonna need somebody to draw me some fan art of like blade, blade doing ice skating, like a, to- like a, a sow triple cow. sow cow. <laughs> Toe pick. Apparently, Toe it's pick. only a saying because of blade. <laughs> so. That's great. Yeah, that's actually pretty good. I think I'm going to use it at work. I'll have to tone the language down. <laughs> motherfuckers always yeah. trying to ice skate uphill. Some suckheads always. Oh my god. 
Suckheads is not a thing. I can't. I can't say that at work. Either, oh, I made probably. a good joke in my notes. When, Did you? When Quinn got his right hand chopped off, I was like, "Oh, he really needs to get a handle on his problems." Shut the no. fuck up. <laughs> get out, <laughs> Kenneth. You can. I got you a better joke. Leave. I got a better joke. Okay. Okay. Blade is lucky that uh, he's impervious to the sun because it must be very taxing to keep evading it. I don't, no, I don't because Wesley out. Snipes was caught for tax yeah. evasion. Yeah, no, I, eh? I got it. Eh? Also, you're yeah. terrible. No. I'm not that invited back, am I? Terrible. That was like I could just see you reaching for that joke, and it was just it was brilliant. It's just on another level. So close. No, it's, there's no other level that was. Bad. It's, like it's on another shelf, and you're trying to reach for it, and then it hits you in the face. Um, I found the drinking Karen's blood to get better part really disturbing. Was very, and sexy. she was sexy. like orgasming. <laughs> well, no, it was like it. sexual, but she was also saying stop. Well, no. because she was dying. No, dude. I know, but like it just had a really like, maybe it's just because I'm more like aware of shit now than I was when this first came out. It felt really rapey to me. And I don't know, like it, I was just watching this going, I don't. This is weird. Well, I don't like it. It's it's always it's always tough when when you do a scene like that that on the surface is about violence, is about literally taking someone's blood from them. But then the way you film it and then the soundtrack and the way you have them posed draws a clear parallel to sex, mm-hmm. um, especially the juxtaposition between that scene and the other scene. And so it definitely feels like a sex montage. So then... Because it was cut with a sex montage. Yeah. And so then when you have her saying no and stop, that adds a disturbing She's also making like moany noises and he's like gripping her hair and like moving her in a way that it looks like she is actually orgasming. But also like she's saying stop because she's fucking dying. Yeah. It was just really uncomfortable. And like I understand that... I understand what's happening. Like logically, he, she said, you know, take my blood. You have to make it. You're the only one who can do this. And I understand that. And I understand her like trying to say no and him getting to a point where he feels like he can actually fight. But it just felt really Mm -hmm. icky. Well, and then especially because you have something that at the beginning was consensual, but then went to a place and you're you're saying that because of the moment they're in. He can't stop. Well, then you got a, like a sex werewolf it's a thing sex going werewolf on. Thing, which is also bullshit. The the sort of myth that that guys when they're having sex have a, a threshold that they cross where they can't they stop. Just can't yeah. stop. Anyway, which, it just is, felt... which, which you know, Thomas, if you don't know, you see a lot in romance novels, like oh, okay. a lot. Stop me now, or I just won't be able to. Yeah, this sort of this like weird idea that yeah that that you have to say no at the beginning because guys just can't be stopped. As if they just hit a point. Yeah, you know, as if a good as just... if a good decent man couldn't stop in the middle of sex if his partner got weirded out or wasn't liking it anymore which is like you know more than likely he would because you're yeah. a good person so it's, it's a bad idea anyway so i'm watching this and i'm like i'm thinking of it like compared to now and all the things that we talk about all the things we talk about more openly and the way in which films are shot now and i just i just wonder if that would have been shot the same or if it would have been shot almost worse now just because there has been like we've talked about this on other podcasts there's a decline i feel in like representation and like the way in which shit is shot for like sex and gore and the shock value and i wonder like would Mm -hmm. it have been done better now or would it have been done worse and well i i think you know as the one person at the table i think who has seen a lot of of horror movies over the last you know 20 20 or so years um (laughs) how many a lot. <laughs> very um, very low 20s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no, I mean... Nothing more than 24. Not, no. not a day over 24. Um, I, when I was in high school, I was friends with a lot of guys who loved, like, 70s, like, schlock horror films. So I've seen a lot of really bad horror movies. But there was, I think, late 90s, early 2000s was the peak for torture porn. Really gory stuff. Um, and, and I feel... I mean, there was there's peaks and valleys. And I think, again in the middle of the 70s was another like peak when we're talking about gore levels of gore and violence and the crossover between sex and violence um but i feel now we're moving away from that again the the horror movies that i see coming out recently have moved away a lot from um stuff like saw stuff like uh, hostel no more gore porn no more no, gore yeah, porn snuff films almost yeah yeah there there was definitely Thank christ yeah yeah I think I think there were a couple movies that came out that saw good critical success and like always happens there was a dog pile and so it just kept getting amped up more and more and then people went no we hate that now and so they're moving more away from that back more into psychological stuff slow creepy stuff which is which is my jam so uh, <laughs> she has a real horror movie problem it, it makes me uncomfortable yeah. I get scared 
So that's that's the point. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't like it. Because but unlike Beatrice, he and I don't enjoy that part. I hide under my pillow. <laughs> so I would say definitely at least in the last, you know, I would say five years or so, we're definitely moving away again from heightened levels of of violence and eroticized violence, which I like. Which is which so is hopefully good. if they made this movie now, they would have thought about it more. Because mm-hmm. yeah, because you have to you have to keep that in mind. That's true. I can't think of like a recent horror movie that was like similar to Saw. Like they're all like they psychological. Yeah, they're stuff. all like, psychological. Like, yeah. yeah, just in the last like all the ones you like, The Conjuring is like mm-hmm. psychological. The witch, uh... the witch was a little sexually eroticized, but not as bad. And it wasn't no. more porny. No, definitely. I mean, even stuff that involves, um, I would say higher levels of violence, it's done in a in a way that I find more palatable. Um, excluding stuff like Tarantino films with exploding heads. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but hit, that's a different kind of like. Yeah, yeah that's, yeah, that's, that's exactly. not a different even, kind of because that's not stuff film. It's so ridiculous. It's not real kind of a thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. like the house at the end of Django Unchained. Like, yeah. that's not how blood works. No, people's heads aren't full of blood like watermelons. Yes. <laughs> so anyway, back to Blade. <laughs> this actually stood up pretty well for a movie that's almost. 30, 20 years old? What's 20, the math? Almost 20. 18 years old. It's 18 years old. Yeah. Yeah. This movie can vote. That's so nice for <laughs> yeah. it. Yay. Anyway, like, it's a solid superhero slash vampire movie. Yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was really well done. I liked it a lot. Held up to time. The CGI and the effects all still looked pretty good, I think. Yeah, Except was... when they were ballooning up, like. Well, I mean, that, <laughs> that was that ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, that, that felt, that felt like a 70s horror film. Yeah. Yeah, the overall, I think it was just like, there was nothing like really, really great about it and nothing terrible about it. It was just like a solid, you know. It was just a solid like B plus movie and yeah. it holds up 18 years later. And if you like vampire movies, it's a good vampire movie. You like a Wesley Snipes movie, it's a solid mm-hmm. Wesley Snipes film. Like Honestly, like it's, I it's what it. I want the current DC movies to be. To be like, it's, yeah. Like it's mostly pretty dark and gritty-ish, which is what they want. But, but it still has some serious. liberty yeah. and there's some daytime well how about and... there's like i don't know a well-written script yeah like i think that's, that's the first i mean let's, let's not ask for too too much from <laughs> you're right scene. i mean right. just what was I like a a bad guy who's understandable who's plot who like okay so we keep talking about how we want movies where it doesn't involve the end of the world and this sort of did involve the end of the world but not really not in like a wasn't like a big cataclysmic yeah not thing like coming a cataclysmic shooting up into the sky event event. with like yeah. a weird portal all the god it's always a fucking portal to something Dude, this is just a DC dude. movie's a, a sky portal. Like, yeah. all of them. Yeah. It's yeah. annoying. Because they stole it from Avengers. It was almost annoying at that point, and then it just got worse. Worse. Yeah. Well, like I was telling Kenneth earlier, I wish DC's current movies had Marvel's writers, because DC's movies look awesome, but the scripts are terrible. Mm-hmm. If you combine those two, they'd be perfect, in my opinion. It's because Zack mm-hmm. Snyder. He's so great. It's his butt. We need a five-minute break to kill Kenneth. (laughs) Actually, side note, I was listening to a podcast about Suicide Squad, and they pointed out something I hadn't really thought about. But the whole, the first, like, main plot line was the squad going into the city, not to fight Enchantress, not to shut down the portal, but to save the stranger in the building. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So they fight their way through the city. They don't really do any fighting in the building. They just make it up there. Then they have to wait outside right to get amanda waller and then she goes to the roof and gets on a helicopter like what was the point of them even going in and i was like listening to this podcast going oh my god it was, well there was look, bad guys inside why? the building it was really scary that yeah, 30 like, feet from no because literally she's on the, the penthouse and then she yeah. went to the roof like there was no reason for them to be there that's, that's true because the least of she had his, it is, it is <laughs> the least, but i hadn't even like thought about it there were so many other things i was focused on that i was listening to the podcast yeah. and i went mm-hmm. this was really, and i went oh my fucking god she could have at any time just called a helicopter i just saw this and i went we me and jesse were like on a two-hour rant about how bad it was so <laughs> it's yeah. really 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 bad really really bad. there were like five helicopter crashes that's four <laughs> too many it's four too many Super off topic. What shot them down in the beginning of Suicide Squad? I don't helicopter? even know. No idea. No, no one idea. knows. They just, just random they bullets just started like, shooting the helicopter yeah. and they crashed. And who was shooting at them? No exactly. one knows. That's my point. No yeah. one knows. And how did no one die in that helicopter crash? Yo, they all would have died. Heroes. Half of them weren't even buckled in. Like Harley Quinn was not buckled into that helicopter. No. Harley Quinn has advanced strength and agility. For, Boom. Actually, for a helicopter real? crash? Yeah. 
Does she, she does. for does she real? Oh, yeah, she for real does. No, oh, she's yeah. just. I thought no, she was, I thought she was just like human. a gymnast. No, no. When she when she got gooped, a la the Joker, it in the comics. In the comics, yeah, it the, buffed her yeah. uh, agility, really? stamina, strength. Did I just you, thought she was like an athlete. I mean, she's not like. Didn't she? Wasn't she? Is she like an Olympic level gymnast? Like before? No. Before well, she got her PhD. That, but Wait, okay, okay. Since we're talking about Suicide Squad, yeah, okay. So oh, this no. is like a, a tiny, small, extra bit of this is going to be about Suicide Squad. <laughs> um, so I read the new uh, Harley Quinn number one for Rebirth, and they took her origin story from the movie and oh, no. put it in this which i actually hate that's really awful because so they they have as a panel that shot of her getting pushed or, or falling backwards into the vat of stuff and and so in the comics they have her skin actually all white and then her hair is the like the pink and the blue instead of it being like it was before where, where she, she put makeup she on makeup on mm-hmm. that i don't like i don't like that at all like, yeah, uh, I I tried really hard to like that one because she and Ivy are actually dating in the comics now. Oh, nice! Um, but then the whole first issue is all about fighting zombies, and it was really dumb. Oh, well, that's right. I mean, you don't like zombies. Probably yeah. trying to tie in the Suicide Squad crowd, or like twenty people who liked it. Yes. It was so bad, you guys. Hey, the fans have liked it. It's got like seventy percent of Rotten Tomatoes for the most part. I don't Look. believe that to be true. Well, I feel like that's, that's I didn't like it and they ninety percent MRAs who want this movie to succeed yeah, because they, they see it as didn't anti-feminist. They build an algorithm or something that fucked up the numbers on Rotten Tomatoes. I thought I read that somewhere that they were like double I know that and Metacritic triple voting. Just said we're not even taking uh, user reviews for this. Yes, yeah. because y'all. people are babies. Well, also because they voted it up on IMDb before it even opened. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it was a terrible film and again i was i was listening to this podcast of this girl from twitter i really like and then i re-listened to the girls one and then i re-listened to the bam pow tv one because i wasn't here for that one and god damn it i once again wish i had been here because y'all that wasn't common <laughs> that's killer, you killer croc was not common common was the, the gangster com- in the, the bar club, yeah. the, with the like face with the piercings. tattoos what? and the piercings yeah. i don't think i said that was common someone or- said killer croc was common and i wish i could crawl through my Time radio. I thought that was you. Kick you on no, the face. Was I, it John then? It may have been John Pickle. I'll have to okay. listen to that. I, I don't think any of us said that. No, or for real. Did, y'all were... said Killer Croc. I think uh, it was John Pingle. Actually. Yeah, no, because I remember I remember someone saying hmm. that Killer Croc was, com- was common. Because she came home from that recording. I didn't know that Killer Croc was supposed to be black. Because mm-hmm. at, I didn't know who the actor was playing him. And at no point did they show him before he got right. crocified. So she was confused by the BET joke. Because mm. yeah. she didn't know he was supposed to be black. Cause like Which I, is I, also like yeah. they also mentioned in this podcast I listened to. He was pretty like racist. That character. Oh was no, like, I know. Really shitty. It was unfortunate. Racist nonsense. Yeah. Which I couldn't get because he's so mumble mouthed the whole time. Yeah. But I like in the comics, Killer Croc is white. So I have I have no problem with him being recast as a black guy for but the we movie. But we should have seen him before. Like that. he was just Killer Croc the whole time. Everyone else mm-hmm. got two intro stories. Yeah. And Killer Croc was just Killer Croc the whole time. Anyway, Suicide Squad was terrible. So, Blade. Blade, Blade was not terrible. Blade, however, not terrible. How much does Wesley Snipes want to do another Blade movie, though? Probably real? a lot. She, you know, there's a Blade TV. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it got, there's gonna be, uh, there season, was a right? one-season Blade TV show. I'm yeah. sure it was terrible. With Probably. Wesley Snipes? I got, no, no, I got no. another young... It was a black rapper, I think, actually. I gotta find this. When did it come out? Like, after a the movie? Did it go? No, it was like it was like early two thousands, I think. Okay, I'm gonna t- have to hunt this down. It was not great, positive. <laughs> but it would be cool if we did something now. I mean, I always like when movies that have to take place twenty years later have the whoever played the main guy the first time is now like the mentor role. Oh yeah. yeah. So we bring somebody else in. The only problem is Wesley Snipes looks exactly the same. <laughs> like he looks exactly well, he's and half he's, vampire. He's yeah, just as fit and I'm sure he can still do the ninja moves. Like he's still a Buddhist. He still trains. So like I feel like it would really work for him because he's half a vampire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like it would make yeah. sense for him to still just be blade no mentor like space. That's great because they they kept talking for a long time that uh, Spike from Buffy was going to get like a spinoff show or something and he said I will only do it up until I hit a certain age because I'm supposed to be a goddamn vampire mm. <laughs> and James Marsters is apparently is not aging as well as Wesley Snipes uh, sad day no. no no white people don't age that well we just no. our faces start melting <laughs> it's not great oof face melting no good no. it's not it's not great I liked it a lot of it actually 
there's a lot of shades of the matrix in it for me. Like I, I almost feel like the, the, the Wachowski thing. siblings watched this and were like, and it was like formative. Yeah. That, Hmm. We like everything. That's also the long here. leather jacket and only oh, yeah. wearing black and the sunglasses at night inside buildings. And you're the right. lobby scene, dude. The like, lobby when they're scene all and the rave. The yeah. Like, no, you're right. Actually, there's a lot of blade in the matrix. Well, films. And you know, Will Smith was almost Neo. <gasps> You guys yeah. did you hear about this? Will Smith, they, they, he he turned this down so he could be in Wild Wild West. He turned uh, the he yeah, turned Matrix down so sorry, he could he be in. He turned Matrix down, and he said it's the biggest regret. Of his <laughs> Sean Connery <laughs> turned down being Morpheus, and then turned down being Gandalf, and then was like, "Fuck, I didn't understand either of those. I'm just going to take the next thing." And it was League of Extraordinary. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, Sean Connery, no. <laughs> That's so sad. Oh, my God. Didn't, he deserves it. He's a wife beater. <laughs> didn't League come out the same year as Blade? 98? Did it? Oh. I could be wrong. It could uh, have been a year, like a year later. I, yeah. I mostly tried to erase that movie from my brain. <laughs> the movie was not good. It was. You uh, guys, I really like that comic, too. And the movie was shit. Oh, yeah. It was a fun comic. Well, that, that's how I feel about Wanted, dude. Like... Oh, that's right. You you like really hate that I will, movie. I will die on that hill. <laughs> oh, see, I really hate the guy who wrote that book. So, oh, it's it's a very problematic it? book. It's the and... same guy who did. Um... Did he do the stupid the one with the that they made the movie Kick Ass? Yes. Yeah, and all that other shit. Sorry. Matthew Vaughn. No. 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 That's he direct, a... oh, he directed Mark, Mark, Mark Miller. Mark Miller. Oh, Mark Miller. I hate okay. that guy a lot. He's got a lady problem. I, he has a big old lady problem. Yeah. But anyway, That's actually why I haven't reread Wanted in yeah. like six years because I think I would like it a lot less now. I feel like I really want the Matrix movies with Will Smith. Like I want, I really want to see what how different it would well, be. All we have to also, do, like Beatrice pointed out, if it kept Lawrence Fishburne and um, Will Smith, like two black men in the lead roles of this like epic movie that changed the face of cinema in America. Like, oh my god. Mm-hmm. Well, also, then, I just think it'd be a lot more fun. Like, I love Keanu Reeves' heart, I and I will die Keanu on the Reeves. Keanu Reeves hill as well. But, like, can you imagine Will Smith as Neo? Like, I'm like, I really want it. All we have to do is find a way to make a machine that will take us to alternate dimensions. Where where he did say yes, mm-hmm. and Wild Wild West was never made, thank yes. Christ. Oh, where Keanu Reeves was in Wild Wild West. <gasps> oh, my God. <laughs> I would watch that movie. But then we wouldn't get that awesome song. If Keanu Reeves oh, no, well, no, he no. still wraps it. He though. still would wrap it. I think he would still wrap it. Oh, man, where Keanu Reeves is the Fresh Prince. Oh, my God! That would be amazing! Yeah, I, would, I want to be in this universe oh, now. Did you, did you see that interview with Will Smith and Margot Robbie? Because um, mm-hmm. they did that like con man movie together. And so the interviewer asked Margot Robbie, okay, true or false, uh, Will Smith was born in Brooklyn. And she said, no, false. West Philadelphia, born <laughs> <laughs> and Will Smith like loses his mind laughing. He was on an English like interview show, like Graham Norton. The Graham Norton show. Yeah, Graham Norton. Love that show. And um, they played the music, and he rapped the whole song, and like the audience was rapping. That's with legit. Him. Didn't Alfonso Ribeiro crazy. come out and do the dance? Yeah, yeah. It was nuts. <laughs> and then like he was on um Colbert a couple weeks ago, and uh the Roots, you know, are not yeah. the Roots. That's no, that's, that's Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, the band on Colbert, I don't know who it is, but they started playing um. The, one of his summer songs from when he was a rapper with DJ Jazzy Jeff and so they're just playing like the, the beat and he's like made conversation with Stephen Colbert and he goes I'm sorry hang on goes to the band picks up a mic and then sings the fucking song for the <laughs> audience sick. and it was like what he's a lot of fun Oh, Will Smith being Will Smith Will Smith Will Smithiness it's his jam dude mm-hmm. Yeah. also okay. in Suicide Squad I swear to god he rewrote most of his lines like you can tell which lines were like David Ayer lines and which lines were like ad libbed by Will yeah, Smith. Yeah, he's like fuck it. I'm Will yeah, he Smith. was the, he was the best do? part of that movie. He Margot Robbie was the best part. He was the second. She best was a part. close second for me. All right. <laughs> no, I just I wanted to scoop her up and put her in a better movie yes, because I thought she right was in... she was perfect. Well, she's getting her own film, and I hope it's got a lady writer. Well, yeah, because it's supposed to. It's all ladies. It's basically oh, going right. to be like Gotham City Sirens. <gasps> That'd be Shut delightful. Up. It's going to be. Wait, awesome. is Poison Ivy going to be there? Because I love God, her. Now. I hope so. Ride or die. Pamela Ride Ives. or die. Okay. Okay. So I feel like um, we've talked about Blade like not that much. Yeah. The problem, like Will it was Smith just, and Will Smith and Suicide Squad. Look, Suicide Squad was so terrible. 
and Blade was just such a night. Like there was nothing to complain about, really. Yeah, like yeah. I mean, it, it was, was just really good. I liked it. I had a good time. I had a good time. The plot made sense. The world made sense. They kept to their own rules. And who doesn't want to watch Wesley Snipes be a ninja for two yeah. hours? Like, Normally, like we can stretch these on longer just by complaining <laughs> about stupid shit. But, like this, this was just pretty, it pretty was consistent. Pretty freaking solid. Uh, I had like a weird problem with the fact that he sat in his car for several hours with his sword strapped to his back. Yeah, Why would you be... take that off? No, he has a special divot in the back <laughs> of the seat, so the sword I, just know, slides it, right honestly. down. That sounds dirty. Uh, what are we going to watch next week, Kenneth? Whose turn is it? John Pingle wants to pick Punisher Warzone. He was surprised I did not, so he wants to watch it. Well, John Pingle's not here, is he? Yeah. No, but he'll come and be like on that episode. Mm. Well, if John decides to join us, then we can do that. Yes. But like, who gets to pick? Beatrice or do you the one a... who doesn't talk? Yeah. Thomas, Wait, we, ha- we have do a you fourth have person here? <laughs> I can't tell. Uh, I was going to do the Phantom. Oh, that's oh, right. That's right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'm so excited. It's such a piece of shit. <laughs> I'm so excited. I just re or I tried to just rewatch it like three or four months ago. Nice. And I'm pretty sure I took a nap halfway through. <laughs> like I woke up and they were in their planes and it was like lady like, time. What, what happened? And I was like, oh, no. oh, that's right. Oh my god, you guys, it's so bad. I'm in love with it so much. I'm pretty excited. I've never seen this one. Oh my god, it's so terrible. You are in for a movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's gonna fucking love it. It's one of those things where it's like. It wants to be good. It knows that it's not, and it doesn't care. Like, <laughs> Billy right. Zane is just like, he's in it to win it. But, like, he knows how to laugh at himself. And Catherine Zeta Jones is still kind of fresh and new, so I'm entirely sure she had no idea what she was walking into. And it has Christy Swanson. Is it Christy Swanson? I don't know. Uh. <laughs> Guys, I'm going to be wrong. It's going to be Christy Swanson, who played Buffy? Up. Who played Buffy? Yeah, it's, it's Christy the same Swanson. girl. And I love her pretty hard from Buffy. And uh, I think we're we're we still have a couple of other weeks. So if we have any listeners who want to give us some ideas, if you have a favorite you'd like us to watch or a terrible one that you'd like to subject us to, no. Well, that's what I did. Yeah, I mean, right? yeah, but it's not terrible. We're gonna have the best time. I will watch basically anything except Green Hornet because that's really fucking terrible. Actually, that one almost. <laughs> who decided Seth Rogen would should be a superhero? I hate that trope where you have the person in charge who is a moron and the person who is their sidekick who is a thousand times better than them. Well, that was the entire Green Hornet shtick, though. Oh. Like, okay. See, I never I, watched the show. Yeah, it, it was pretty true to the show. So, meh. Meh. What you gonna do? Make it shitty was, movies. Good news, it was Christy Swanson. Cool. I am relieved. <gasps> I should figure out the name of that car movie with Charlie. I think it's okay, just called The Chase. So. Oh my god, it is! Just the oh jeez! <gasps> Guess what we're watching this weekend? Oh, no, yeah. we have to keep it pure in this, our hearts. This has gone off the rails, so we yeah, are gonna take control, buddy. A thousand percent nonsense. <laughs> anyway, that we is need John here. Oh my god, shut up! <laughs> thousand percent nonsense. That is our show. We will be back next week watching Phantom. Whoop! And then at some point, B is actually going to have to pick a movie. Uh, I have at least one more week. It's, the do suspense have, is killing all of ideas? us. I have a short list. Oh, what geez. Have, what's on the short list? It's like 12 long, I'm sure. <laughs> no, what's on the It's a baker's list? dozen list. What is it? Oh, um, Hellboy, maybe? Solid, solid. Uh, it's on a list, that's one. It's a list um, of one. Well, she's, she's <laughs> bullet pointing it. That was bullet point that's one. That's bullet point one. I guess it, the rest is a surprise. Let's oh, wrap this geez. up. No, she has okay, no other mind. ones. You don't know how lists work. <laughs> <laughs> she only had that one. She only had the one. Yeah. Okay, so anyway, we'll be back next week for Phantom. Thank you for joining us. If you have any recommendations for movies we should watch, hit us up on Facebook or shoot us an email at bampowtv at gmail.com. And we will see you next week. Same Bam time, same pow channel. Bam pow! Oh, you're some words. Christy Swanson. <laughs> Christy Swanson was in Dude, Where's My Car? And her character's name was Christy Boner. Oh, jeez. <laughs> beer break. Do, 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 we are currently do, do, do. experiencing technical difficulties, if you will. Of the beer kind. <laughs>